0: What's going on Sunbelt fans? I am Dominic Crusetto, the host of the podcast, and we are going to jump into the second bowl game for the Sunbelt. This one happening Saturday, December 17th, 5.45 p.m. Eastern Time, will be broadcast on ESPN+. This one is down in Mobile, the Lending Tree Bowl featuring Rice going up against the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Uh, So, Southern Miss is favored by six and a half points, and once we talk through this a little bit, you'll probably understand why. First, we'll go through kind of some of the players to watch out for. There's going to be a plethora of options at the quarterback position for Southern Miss, as we've seen throughout the season. Uh, It looks like Trey Lowe's really been the guy in the last two games, but he's only thrown three touchdowns on the season to two interceptions, so the ratio is not great. But honestly, if you look at all the other quarterbacks, they're all about the same. Uh, Ty Keys has the three to two number ratio, the same there. Um, Wilkie went eight touchdowns, nine interceptions. So, again, none of these guys are sitting out. In fact, their most accurate quarterback is Frank Gore Jr., who's thrown three touchdown passes and zero interceptions. Obviously, he's only attempted 12, so it's not a big deal there. But again, the super back probably going to be a a factor in this one it's fun to watch too so i I hope we see a lot out of it but again at the quarterback position i would say whoever starts this game doesn't necessarily finish it we'll see uh if trey seems to be the guy they're going to start with we'll see if he ends up playing the entirety of the game and i think without a doubt you're going to see frank gore uh jr at least attempt maybe two to three passes uh Because this is a bowl game, this is a time to have fun, so even though they've already done it, it's not some big secret, I would expect to see maybe a few different options maybe that they haven't shown so far this season. It might be fun to watch. Obviously, as far as the rushing game goes, again, it's going to be Frank Gore Jr., big surprise there. He's gone over 1,000 yards on the season, 5.1 average per carry with seven touchdowns to go along with it. I mean, he's he's the feature back. You're not going to see a lot out of any of the other running backs. Uh, The guy could spell him a little bit, uh, Janari Dean. But, again, he hasn't even gone for 200 yards on the season. So you're not going to see much out of the other running backs. It's going to be the Frank Gore Jr. show. As far as the offense is concerned, honestly, because like we just said, he's going to play some quarterback as well as the running back position. Now, as far as who's going to be catching these balls, there is no doubt you're going to see a lot of Jason Brownlee. This guy, to me, is a pure fire NFL draft pick. Uh, He's got 52 receptions on the season for 819 yards, gone for seven touchdowns. Uh, They also have Mims and Kasten who have been in there. Pretty well. They're they're about even on the yardage, uh, just over 350 yards apiece, piece, uh, and they've combined for six touchdowns. So again, even their combined statistics don't reach up to what Brownlee did, does. He is the number one without a doubt. So watch out for him as far as the Rice team is concerned. As far as place kicking goes, uh, nothing really to be concerned about there. He's missed one all season. Uh, it was from the 30 to 39 yard range. Uh, But Briggs, you know, you definitely can count on him, won't be an issue. And Stein hasn't kicked much, but uh, looks like he was perfect on the year for the one time he did kick. Uh, as far as defense, obviously you've got the Nasty Bunch back there, which is, again, awesome nickname. Not a lot to worry about there. Linebacking core is definitely the strength of this team. Uh, the front seven in, in total, but I would say the linebacking core is really the ones that stand out with Latham. Um, defensive back, you've got Malik Shorts back there. Uh, it's got three interceptions on the season, and you've got Stanley also with four interceptions. So those two right there combined for seven interceptions. This defense is going to be something Rice is going to have to plan for. We'll see if they've done enough to quell those, you know, dispel those worries as far as offense goes. But I'm not sure they're going to be able. To pull it off. As far as the other side of the ball with Rice, you've got quarterback TJ McMahon. Uh, He's gone for over 2,000 yards on the season, 18 touchdowns to 14 interceptions, though. So, again, you've got quarterbacks on both sides that haven't been tremendous as far as great decision making uh, goes. So, this is a prime example of why I think this Southern Miss defense will have a good amount of success in this one. As far as running goes for their team, they do not have a guy anywhere near the talent or capability of Frank Gore Jr. Uh, Their best running back hasn't even reached 500 yards. It's just short of it with 498, uh, but doesn't even have a touchdown to go along with it. That would be Cameron Montgomery. Uh, So It looks like what they do there is give a lot of running backs the Option to carry the ball. They've got four guys that have had at least 65 carries. So you're not going to see one guy necessarily. Um, it looks like the guy who's had the most success is Broussard, nine touchdowns on the season, but his average yards per carry is only 2.8. So obviously he's getting it down there near the goal line and just hitting those short yardages for the end zone. Um, so I, I'd say as, as long as you're in the if, if they're in the red zone, Broussard's the guy you're going to want to watch out for. As far as everywhere else on the field, you kind of don't know who you're going to see. Um, I think this one will be up in the air as far as that's concerned, but I don't think Southern Miss is going to have a lot of concerns about the running attack for Rice being real successful. As far as the wide receivers go, Bradley Rosner, 41 receptions on the year, 834 yards, 9 total touchdowns. He's without a doubt their number one wideout. Uh, but right behind him is Luke McCaffrey, 51 reception so he's got more receptions he just doesn't have as many yards um, but he's got six touchdowns on the season so those two are their top performing weapons there at the wide receiver position again this team's going to be a little bit more of a passing team but we've seen that statistically their quarterback hasn't been the greatest as far as touchdown to interception ratio so again if the running game's not working you know that they're going to be setting up the pass. Maybe they're going to try and be forcing some stuff downfield. They don't need to. Hopefully you can get quarterback into bad situations as far as that's concerned. Uh, as far as their kicking game, Van Sinkle, perfect on the extra points, but only 11 from 15 from the field goals. Great in this short distance and anything over 40, not so accurate. So, you know, it comes down to some place kicking late in the game. or a lengthy field goal. Rice would have a concern, whereas I don't think Southern Miss really has that type of same concern. As far as defensively, linebackers also the strength of this Rice team, which is pretty typical. Um, you've got Chris Conti and Myron Morrison back there at the linebacker position, uh, combined for almost a, well, over 120 tackles total for the season. Um, just two and a half sacks, though. So doesn't look like they're going to be bringing a lot of pressure, so we'll see if they tend to kind of sit back and let the game play to them Uh, as far as the secondary goes you've got Gabe Taylor who's got two touch uh two interceptions on the season one of them for a touchdown uh which was a long touchdown by the way went for 91 yards on that one so again we we see that Southern Miss is more of a, a, a rushing team with Frank Gore Jr. and that even if he can fake the rush and throw the pass, they're going to have some success there against this Rice defense. As far as common opponents go, they had one. They both played Louisiana. Rice, well, they both played them at home. Rice won 33-21. And very similarly, Southern Miss won 39-24. to 24. So in that one, to be honest, I think that what you're going to see a lot of is similar type of um, setup, I would say, but the success of where they're going to go is different. I think the success for Rice is through the air, whereas the success for Southern Miss is going to be on the ground. Because if they're going to have success on the ground, keep it on the ground, control that clock. I don't think Rice has that ability to do that. So I think that favors Southern Miss in that regard. As far as Something else to kind of keep an eye on, you've got Southern Miss who ended the season the last four games just one in three. They had a number of chances to get bowl eligible before the last game, but they didn't quite do it until the last game. Really, I would say they only had one bad loss in that time, though. Georgia State hammered them 42-14, to but... Otherwise, they went up against teams that did very well in the conference in Coastal Carolina, only losing by a field goal. South Alabama, only losing by a touchdown. So combined in those two games, they only lost out by 10 points. Then they took care of business in the last game against Monroe, won 20-10. So they're kind of on the upswing a little bit because they played some tough opponents close. Then they got that win to get them kind of momentum going into the bowl game, where as Rice is on the opposite side of that spectrum, Having lost their last three games, but not only did they lose their last three games, they get hammered by Western Kentucky, forty-five to ten. They get hammered by UTSA, forty-one to seven, and then they did a little bit closer of a game at North Texas, only losing twenty-one to seventeen. But here's where what I see is these more uh, talented opponents western Kentucky and UTSA, I mean they couldn't even keep it close whereas on the other side of the spectrum you've got southern miss playing quality opponents and keeping it close. And honestly, they had some shots to win those games towards the end and they just couldn't quite get over the hump. So the only thing that throws that off a little bit is North Texas ended up playing in that Conference USA championship game and they kept it close with them in that last final game, but we also know that Rice didn't even really qualify for bowl game and had to make this one in on a grade score. Uh so it's 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 kind of a a backing into the bowl game where a Southern Miss comes off, you know, a win and feeling good going into this bowl game on the opposite side. So as far as that goes, I'm I'm favoring Southern Miss in this one. I think they've got the momentum. I think they've got the more talented team overall. I definitely think they have the more quality defense and what do we say in the first preview is that defense wins championships and although this isn't a championship it's going to feel like that it's a bowl game southern miss hasn't been to one in a few years they're going to want to win this one they're going to have more fans there uh their fan base is crazy we know that uh, as they've just entered into the sunbelt i think they're going to be really excited for this one i still think though it is a bowl game so some stuff's going to be closer than what than it otherwise would have been. Had this been a regular season game, I think I favor Southern Miss a lot more heavily uh, because of the longer layoff and you're kind of running into some off field stuff with transfers and what's going on with these guys and that guy, you know, going to the NFL or whatnot. Um, there's just a lot of moving parts. Little differences make a big difference in a game like this. But again, I am favoring Southern Miss in this one. I'm going to go with the final score Southern Miss. 28, Rice, 21. I do think it's going to sound a little closer than it's going to look, but I do think it it will ultimately be about a touchdown game as far as statistics go. I couldn't find anything that was going to show that Southern Miss was going to be more dominant than that for sure. I hope they are. I hope they can uh, make it look even better than that, to be honest with you. But playing a little safe in that prediction, even though I do think Southern Miss will take the victory in this one. So that's it for this preview. Go Southern Miss Eagles. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.